Let's bring in Chris Robinson, the Managing Director of TJM Institutional Services, joining us this morning to help us talk commodities. Chris, welcome. We've been uh, really starting off the morning with the focus on inflation uh, this week, some of the data due out later. But I wanted to get into these crude prices. WTI holding above 90 bucks to begin the week at stubbornly elevated levels, as I've been calling it. And, well, you can understand why we're seeing sentiment near record lows is uh, in reaction to. Yeah, I think a lot of people also, too, there was a pretty big uh, opinion, at least in the trade, that we were going to be sharply lower. Uh, a lot of people sold the opening last night, and we're now kind of wondering where we're going to go next. $90 is the pivot. Uh, it's a nice you know, level to argue about for everybody. Um, I, I think you're right. It's going to come down to the CPI number, and the market's going to wait that for that. So if you look at where we've been, you know, we went down and tested just five weeks ago, we were at 70, you know, 76. Looked like we were going to go, you know, back down below 70. And then uh, we've, we've turned around on the inflation fear. So I think that's what's driving it as well. And um, I, I don't think that's going to go away until, you know, we figure out, are, are these hikes enough? Obviously, everybody was looking for a pivot. And, uh, you know, it looks like he pivoted to more hawkish. So there you go. And uh, um, I, I also think that the other driver is, honestly, you, you can't really get away from it. If China reopens or if China figures out a way to, to back off from zero COVID and save face, which is really kind of what it feels like to me they're trying to do. Uh, if they're able to do that, um, obviously that's gonna be increased demand. You don't, you, know, you don't need to be a rocket scientist to know if you have, you lock down you know, a huge portion of their population, now you let them out, it's gonna be more demand. So it's gonna be a demand driven rally. Those are hard to control even with uh, rates. Uh, I want to look at this chart here again real quick because uh, you mentioned the move up from 76 recently, and we're just looking at part of that from 81 up to 93. Taking a step back, this is the hourly candles. Here you can see that move that Chris pointed out from 76. This was the September low, and it's gotten us back above the 50-day moving average. Still kind of struggling with this high that we saw back in October up around the 93, 50, 94 area. So that will be the next hurdle for the bulls to get up above. But above the 50-day moving average, I think that's worth taking note of. And, you know, I think it's important that you brought up the uh, – we were talking earlier in the show, Chris, about Apple, right? You've got the demand side, you've got the production side, crude, a very similar narrative. I just wonder, as you mentioned China and prices could rally, it sounds like you see if we get uh, uh, some of those uh, uh, zero COVID policies restrictions relief thereof. But I sort of wonder sometimes, I mean, ultimately that's going to come. Crude traders are smart. They, they probably have priced some of that in, I would imagine, at this point. Yeah, I think it's why we bounced so hard from 76 to, to 92. And then I'm, I'm, you know, my, the chart seems to tell you that we're going to be trading between 80 and 90 until we figure out what's next. That yeah. may be where we're at. It may be in a sideways chop. Remember, what time of the year is it, too, right? We're three weeks from Thanksgiving. We're heading into the holidays. Uh, people start to be less aggressive uh, in the markets mm -hmm. if, they can, if they can avoid it. So we've had a good year. You're not going to be in there swinging for the fences. So that's another dicey part to this time of the year. Uh, you tend to see liquidity kind of pull away unless there's a a big driver, and you know, I think that the 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 big levels people are going to look at the big psychological levels for crude. It's going to be ninety dollars, a hundred dollars. We're right there, uh, and and you have a lot of people doing those strangles, straddles. Yeah, uh, those are something you know for your traders out there to look. You know what I'm talking about. Um, it's time to educate yourself. You know, Chris, also in terms of levels, and I know you always keep an eye on the halfway back, but I look at this chart here from the lows that we saw, kind of double bottom that formed here in crude. This is a, these are weekly candles. So this is a longer term chart. We're looking at August 2021.
double bottom there November of last year, rallied up into the uh, Russia war and Ukraine spike high up to 130. And then look where we are again, right in the middle of this range, basically, that we've been in since August of uh, uh, last year. Uh, can you talk to me a little bit about how well part of this 76 up to $90 rally we just talked about, well, actually above it right now, we're trading 92. But uh, and we're even lower on the day, so we got up to 93 recently. It looks like crude, the overnight session high, 92.71. Chris, part of that also was tied to some of the geopolitical tensions as Russia sort of ramped things up again over the last few weeks. Yeah, that's. It's hard to hedge or trade a. Um, you know, it's a heads heads or tail proposition. Really, don't know what uh, Mr. Putin's going to say, what he's going to say, and that that you know. So that's hard to defend against. That's that's basically okay. it's a coin. You know, and I think that that's not going to go away anytime soon. He's, you know, we've seen it in the wheat. Uh, you know, we had these huge spikes in wheat. Yeah, well, kind of a knee-jerk reaction. I mean, we spiked initially, but then we sold off when Russia said they were going to be back into the alliance there, the uh, grains deal. And I'm cynical enough to think that there are people in Russia that are actually trading off that, but that's just me. I, mean, <laughs> I you know we are going to say, I'm okay. I'm on that one, Chris. Yeah, uh, it's, it's really, uh, it's very interesting to watch these markets. Um, and yes, so yeah, there's headline risk. Obviously, if somebody talks about, you know, dropping a portobello mushroom on some city, that's never good. Yeah. And the market's trying to, Come to handicap that. that. But yeah. how, do you, how do you handicap that? And you're seeing the market struggle with that. I know the other thing I was going to talk about too, I think you want to talk about copper and-, and Yeah, definitely, because uh, I mean, when you're talking about the, you know, demand side in terms of crude, it ties us always into that uh, uh, story in terms of copper, which has been relatively range bound for the most part. Well, actually, copper just had a huge correction uh, uh, from 450 down to 315, yeah. right? We dropped, lost 36 percent. So yeah. whoever was all bulled up, that was a huge part of the commodity exit. What drove that? The two commodities that are very good bellwethers for what's going on in China are copper and cotton. And both those markets, if you want to pull up, uh, uh, you know, a char two charts, you know, we just they just had. There's only one word for it: it's a collapse, correction, whatever you want to call it. Now we've bounced back about 25%. So are we going to get a halfway back in copper? We'll see. I think that depends on what happens with, you know, uh, the recovery in China. Obviously, if, uh, if they can get some demand back for, um, you know, Apple and all the stuff that's happening there. So that's probably a good one single commodity to look at and say, okay, what's going on with the health of the world's economy is copper. And that's why so many people function, uh, uh, kind of focus on that. So I would watch copper as a copper and crude uh, as, as two indicators as to, you know, are we working our way out of this or is this going to turn turn into, you know, what everybody really has feared, which is a, uh, you know, a, a wider worldwide recession. We're looking at copper right now and actually a big move up into the end of the week here back to the 370 level. So something to keep an eye on because as I mentioned here, relatively range bound, but uh, nearing the upper extreme of it. So that always kind of brings a bit of heightened awareness uh, to price activity when we get to that extreme. Chris, appreciate you joining us, starting your day yes, with sir. us here on the TD Ameritrade Network. Check out Chris Robinson. He's the Managing Director at TJM Institutional Services. And